and this is a brand new. Welcome to the Mira Wine Podcast, Vin Compétent, with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. What? The podcast where we drink, talk, and discuss natural wine. Who are these jokers? And whatever else comes to mind. I'm like not I hope you're ready for this because I know we weren't. And in three, two, one, we're live. Not live. Not live. We're never live. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't say like, we're wow, live. We're, we're, yeah. we're never Sorry, live. We're never live. <laughs> we just we say that. We want to be live all the time, yeah. but we're never live. <laughs> we don't really edit the the, the show ever, so it's we could like just do it live. live. Yeah. Sometimes I have to edit it. Yeah, we're you're right. <laughs> we're doing, doing it live. It live. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that O'Leary? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll do it live then. Yelling at people. My fa- oh, for some reason is my favorite clip in the world. <laughs> crazy angry man screaming at everyone. Oh man. Uh, well, welcome to Mirror Wine presents Fin Competent with Josh, Bryce, Leah, and special guest Sarah Colonna. Oh, Hi. Hello. Thanks for introducing me. No worries. Um, so Sarah, our first official celebrity guest. Um, so you are uh, an actress, a comedian, and a two-time. New York Times bestselling author. That's right. You've done That's your correct. homework. Yes. Thank you. And it all makes me sound very good. So yes. I like that. You were born in Germany in the mid 90s. <laughs> 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 Josh is known for going all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going like to hear your full history. life story per Josh. I like the mid 90s being when I was born. Yeah. <laughs> we can pretend that's a thing. And uh, you grew up in Arkansas? I, I did grow up in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now you live in L.A. LA, live in oh, California, yeah. yeah. So that's it. See you guys later. <laughs> yeah, peace. That was a great that's, podcast, everybody. Yeah. That's, your, that's your one woman show. It's 30, three, three minutes long. That's it. Yeah, I live in California. I'm here for the uh, for the Riders game coming up. Mm-hmm. Married to one of your everyone's favorite punter, John Ryan. Oh, I thought you just came up here just to see just the to Riders. Hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was actually afraid I couldn't get in, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I don't, even though I was allowed in, am allowed in as yeah. a wife, spouse of a Canadian citizen, yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many times I went through the website, it's still like, and checklisted, mm. they, at the end of it, it always says, you are allowed in, but ultimately it's up to a border agent. Mm-hmm. So I was so like, you could have walked up and they could have been like, no, they sorry. They could have been like, I don't like your face uh, is what yeah. I, but can, Canadians are nice people. So mm-hmm. luckily nobody did that to me, but I was, I was terrified. I had like printed out our marriage license. I had printed out a picture of his passport, like all these things they said I'd need. And like, I showed it to the border patrol. Yeah. They're like, like, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, literally. He's like, uh, congratulations. Yeah. Like, Looks know. like it was a fun wedding. I care about that. Yeah. yeah. But like, I feel like... On, I have a wedding album. Don't you want to flip yeah. through it? Well, for you though, you could just like, you could show up with no paper and be like, you could just Google me. Yeah. There's my husband. That's us on our wedding day. Well, I went through Calgary, so I was like, I don't know if I say that Ooh, I'm, a, you know, if I'm... Yeah. And they might be like, well, screw you. You can't come in. Yeah. Well, maybe if, if the writers were playing against Calgary, maybe they would have denied you. That's that. Just that's to get in John's head. Right. That's possible. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Icing the kicker. <laughs> You're like, yeah, they've, they've quarantined me in Calgary, John. They're treating me like it's Guantanamo yeah. Bay. What yeah. the hell's going on here? <laughs> Please send help. Yeah. But did you, luckily, you had no, I had no trouble? Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, the, the, the stress leading up to it for me mentally mm-hmm. and the actual result of just them going, hi. Yeah. Come on Welcome. in. Welcome. Yeah. I always found that we used to go down to New York uh, a couple times a year. And like we're like 19 year old kids going to party underage and like going through the American border. It was always like, holy shit. This is like so we went 
pre 9-11 and I remember my friend Dane got in with a, an expired gym membership what? because he had lost his wallet the night before and then post 9-11 it was like man like we had to bring passports and whatnot and like we used to get like they bring us in all the time it's four idiot kids in a, in a car going to party and then on the way home it was just like welcome home boys like just like come on come back on in, in. Yeah. like yeah like no passport nothing like you guys can yeah, okay good see you see you later and i'm like oh that's nice but i'm like probably dangerous too yeah I, I always get so nervous going through any sort of like customs or border crossing even though i have nothing to be worried about and like my hands get sweaty and i'm like I, they're gonna pull me over yeah. or something they just are not gonna like what i look like or something and they're gonna pull me over the same Scary. i feel like i'm like oh i'm gonna be misidentified and yep. and and they're going to be like, oh, you're one for murder in yeah. 45 states. <laughs> no. 45 no. states. <laughs> the most rampant serial killer in the history of mankind. And they're holding her at the Calgary yeah. airport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's been on TV this whole time, <laughs> hiding in plain sight. So mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. But that's my fear, guys. Well, thank you to our sponsors, Warner Construction. Yes. <clears throat> They um, have been sponsoring this podcast since the very early days. It's a cheap sponsorship. <laughs> they, buy us, they buy us Jameson, and we <laughs> we name them. We got a secondary sponsor, Funtime Heat Sauce, and Warner Construction was a little bit upset. They thought we should tier our sponsorship, so yeah. they are our title sponsor. Okay, yeah. okay, Just, good to so know. They, we don't know they, what um, <laughs> we don't know what the others are, but I'm sure they appreciate when you say it's a cheap sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> so that should probably keep going for a while. They, they, they focus on uh, construction. Namely, uh, stables. Uh, yeah, so arcs. we just make stuff up about <laughs> yeah. them the whole time. So they do. They build uh, stages, right? Stages. We'll tie it into Serbian actors. They yeah. build stages. Yeah, they build stages. Sound they build sound sets out J- of wood. Jail cells for serial killers. Jail cells for serial <laughs> made out of wood. <laughs> okay, so Leah, why don't you tell Sarah what we're about to do here? So um, oh, yeah, we have been uh, Sarah. If you have any ideas, please let us know. We've been trying to name this segment of our podcast the whole time it's been live. This is the. Um, Biodynamic calendar guessing Jameson shot game, and we say it differently every time. You don't think that's catchy? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the B C S. We don't even say it the same every time because we don't know what to call it. Okay. But what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna take a shot of Jameson, and we're going to guess the day of the biodynamic calendar. What do you know about the biodynamic calendar? Not a thing. Not a thing. Didn't even know so, there was. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically um, uh, represented by the lunar cycles, and certain wineries um, follow it. Farmers, just in general, and you plant on certain days, you water on certain days, um, you pick on certain days. That so they follow you this lunar cycle. You work the soil cycle. on certain days, okay. yeah. And a lot of wineries only sell their wine for tasting on on fruit certain days. On, on fruit days, okay. So, so there's wine is there's five best. options that you're choosing from. Okay. Fruit day. Okay. The Flower day. Second best. Leaf day. Third best. Root day. Fourth best. Nothing day. Which may be, is it fifth best or is it like? It could be anything. We don't know. Flower, leaf, root, nothing. And basically any biodynamic wine you want to drink on a a fruit or a flower day because that's when it's going to taste the best. Okay. So if you have favorite wines and you buy them all the time and you find, (laughs) hey, sometimes this wine tastes better um, than other days, it could be that it's a fruit or a flower day instead of a root day. And then how does that relate to the Jameson? It does. It does not. That's a great question. We're trying to get Jameson to be our actual sponsor. Right. They have yeah. not reached out. Yeah. It's surprising. It's so cheap. And the biodynamic calendar has nothing to do with my menstrual cycle, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. That does not. Okay. No, no. it doesn't. Right. I mean, like the lunar cycle could have something moon, to do well, with like moon, your yeah, hormones. The but moon time. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Right. Cheers. 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 
Mm. Sorry, I'm a little slower than you guys on the jinx. Yeah. No, I think you might have had oh, a little bit really, of a bigger. Yeah, I think there. you gave. I think you yeah, gave I her poured, like a triple I shot. A really big one. <laughs> she's a, she's American. I wanted her to feel at home. When you, go, when you go to the states, they give you a shot. It's like this big. I'm like, yeah. It's like and that's three dollars. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. die here. <laughs> I think mm. it's the fruit day. You think it's yeah. Fruit day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tastes kind of caramelly. Thank you for noticing. I need water right away. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce? Uh, I'm going to go Root Day. Root Day. I'm going Root Day, too. I'm going to go Root Day as well, just because it tastes good. Okay, here we go. Let's check it out. Did you, John, I like it's that. a Root Day. Is it a Root Day? It's a Root Day. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I won. I won. No, 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 you didn't. Yeah, no, I said Root. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rewind Fru- that. Fruit. No. Fruit. <laughs> fruit. You can't spell, you can't spell fruit without Root. You're doing it live. No rewinding. <laughs> Uh, so it's obviously a total gamble every single time. Um, we got two, two or three we, in a row now. The three of us, ha- so the three of us normally never get it all. We never guess the same thing. That's not true. I was on a crazy hot streak last year. I'm talking last about the three, year. the three of us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your hot streak? Go no, for it. Let's no, hear fine. about it. I was like 23 for 31. Oh, that's no, pretty it solid. Was more than, it, was, it was 23 for 26. like 26 yeah. or something like which that. Is, which is mathematically impossible. So there it has to be a real thing. Right. And then no, we started is. a new season and you never got one right. Yeah, I went, I went like over 40. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't get any right in 2020, I don't think. <laughs> okay, Josh, why don't you pour some wine? Yes. And while you do that, um, Sarah, I heard you like wine. I do enjoy some wine. Tell us about like your favorite wine experience. Um, oh, so this place called Homestead. Mm. and um, <laughs> I he- I've heard not great things about it. <laughs> Terrible uh, service. I, I actually, actually, my favorite probably wine tasting memory would mm-hmm. be um, where I went wine tasting with my stepmom, and uh, she was my dad and her weren't married yet. They are, or maybe they had just gotten married, but no, I just I met her for the first time. We went to Paso Robos, yeah, and um, or Robles, yeah. Hmm, I can't talk. And she, we just had the best time because my dad loves wine and my stepmom loves wine. And at the end of the day. And it was just her and I at the end of the day when the, we were at a winery that wasn't yeah. let, like, not letting you keep the glass. Yeah. And she didn't like that. So she started stealing <laughs> glasses from the wineries. And um, at the end of the wine Brilliant. tasting. Yeah. And um, I just was like, I like you. Yeah. Now. I just made me sort of, we bonded. It was a little bit um, endearing. Yeah. We like, we, oh. We walked into dinner to meet my dad and her purse, she had this giant purse and was just like clanging <laughs> with glasses. With wine glasses. <laughs> He was like, oh, you took all the glasses, didn't yeah. you? She's like, yeah, we should be able to keep them. It has the name. It's a souvenir. We paid yeah, for the, we paid yeah. for the t- I don't know that I should be talking about stealing wine glasses in front of That's why you wanted in 45 states. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. it. Just stealing wine glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you should I see that it. one room in their house is full of wine glasses. Yeah. I feel like growing up in Regina, if you didn't steal a Hogarden glass from the free house back in the day, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. don't have. Or A&W glasses. Yeah, People A&W all the time. mugs all the time. You yeah, I would prob- yeah. probably wouldn't do it now to a winery because I realize they probably just don't want you to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason it's not a collector's item anymore. But when I was in my early 20s, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. 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 Did, did, did they give you the option to buy it or no? No. Well, it was just like the first couple we went to, they were like, oh, and your souvenir wine glass goes with it. And yeah. obviously, not that anyone really yeah. needs a souvenir wine glass. Right. But you know, or when you're doing a wine tour, like 10 souvenir wine glasses. Yeah, you definitely, <laughs> clink, like, clink, well, clink. you don't need a bunch of mismatched glasses anyway. Yeah. But by the, by the time that the, we got to the wineries that weren't giving you that, 
um, for whatever reason. We just hit like three in a row, and I and she see, she saw like a little bit of disappointment in my eyes. It really made her decide to steal for me, and I just thought that was I was That's like, yeah, she's gonna be a solid right, stepmom yeah. for me. Yeah, and she's she's still my stepmom. They made it. I, I just picture like you guys rolling wine glasses. <laughs> you roll up to meet your dad with her purse clinging, and the waitress comes over like, "Hey, do you guys are like we're good? We got our own." It's like a dirty okay. wine glass out of the purse. <laughs> Okay, well, Josh, what are we what are we drinking? What are we drinking, Josh? Well, in, in honor of uh, of Sarah being here, we're going to drink a wine uh, from California, which we rarely do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a winery called Brock Cellars. It's actually an urban winery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Mendocino County, which mm-hmm. you probably know I where do. that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like kind of like downtown, I guess. Um, I mean, don't it maybe figure it out on a map? But well, I mean. <laughs> It's it's not like <laughs> well, geography I mean, class. No, like Mendocino is a wine region. Yeah. But this isn't this is an <clears throat> urban winery, which yeah. means that they grow the grapes but then they make the wine mm-hmm. in the city. So they actually buy grapes. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah so that they makes so, sense. so I gotcha. so they buy grapes from well, You're just giving me the location. You were I'm, I'm, Yeah, well no, I wanted yeah, to know. Exactly. I, I wanted I was, I was hoping you'd be like, That's right next to my house. <laughs> I don't know anything about California. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like an hour and a half. No, I live in the just my backyard. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Just a little bit couple a couple miles down that way mm-hmm. um so a very cool winery um so they do they, they buy organic grapes from all over california so all, um from um kind of mendocino all the way down to paso robles um and they only work with organic producers they make quite a bit of wine and they make natural wine right we, we've spoken about that before at the restaurant a little bit um and they're doing spontaneous fermentation little to no sulfites added um indigenous yeasts and they, they work with their grape growers to harvest a little bit early. So basically, um, this gentleman, I can't remember his name, um, but he grew up in Omaha uh, and moved to California, went to winemaking school. And while he was in winemaking school, read uh, a book about natural wine and was like, oh, I want to do that. And so um, he found that in California, which we've discussed in the show many times, going back, let's say, 20 20 years, um, the wines was like the bigger, the better, right? High alcohol, crazy cloying, like the oakiest Chardonnays you can find, low acidity, um, meant to drink right away, zero aging potential. Um, He didn't want to drink that. So he started making wines the opposite of that, that are more food friendly. So he actually works with his grape growers to harvest a few weeks earlier than most people do. So you're going to be able to do that spontaneous fermentation, lower residual sugar level and higher acidity, uh, unfined, unfiltered, it was recommended to serve a bit chilled, so that's why I put it in this this bucket here. Um, I've actually had this wine before. It's really good. What's the varietal? Kunwaz. Kunwaz. What's Kunwaz? Kunwaz is a grape varietal from Rhone, oh. which is actually Sarah's <laughs> husband's favorite wine region. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knows that, but I do. Um, <laughs> that's your job? That's my job, yeah. Uh, so Kunwaz... He definitely does not know He that. does not know no, that. He does do. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He it's, actually he, knows more about wine than I hear. Like, he took, like, a class and shit. Oh, did he? Really? <laughs> <laughs> he never met. Do it like how I said it with so much respect. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, I took wine tasting classes, and I was like, what? I told him that. I just think it was like to pick up checks, but yeah. it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-me, obviously. <laughs> pre-me, obviously. Um, the Kunwaz is um, equated. It's, it's usually used as a, a blending tool, um, but apparently That's underrated. Delicious. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like Gamay, but with a lot of pepper note to it. This is super fucking tasty wine. I've never heard of this grape variety. That should before. be their tagline, yeah. by the way. Super, super fucking, fucking tasty wine. Oh, yeah. like, I've ne- like, never heard of this grape variety. This is before. really good. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Leo? Do I, know, like I, thought, I was like, I think he means quinoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a wine so made too. from. It's made from. 
quinoa. They're not, they're not using grapes. They're using quinoa. <laughs> it takes a lot to make a bottle. <laughs> Which, by the way, I definitely thought was quinoa for many, many years of my yeah, life. Um, just like this everybody. is delicious. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's quite thirst quenching. I love um, a chilled red. Yeah, me too. I've been I've been really into chilled reds. Well, for and the last it has to be too. unfiltered. Like it's a little yeah, bit cloudy. Unfined, unfiltered. Yeah. I had one from um, a chilled red that was. Uh, this wine bar next to our house in California. Sorry, we cheat on you there. Um, <laughs> it's what was it called? It was called it was called Soul Love. Mm-hmm. And I believe the brand the winemaker was Tessier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be made. Like T E X I E R. T E S S I E R. Philip Tessier. <laughs> I think you just blew Josh's mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have that wine we here. We have it here. Oh really? No. Is it from yeah. made in California? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, then okay, it's yeah. different. Okay. okay. Um, maybe there's two of them then, but mm-hmm. there's, it's called soul love and I might be making up the, who made it, but you can look it up and it's now it's like sold out everywhere and I can't, Let's but it was a chilled rad that I had yeah. all summer I think, and I loved it I'm just so gonna much. Pull, I, I got so, yeah, to pull something up because I, no, I think there's an outside chance you might be talking about this winery because I was just looking at their lineup and they have a whole like lineup called like love. Oh my God. Yeah. That yeah, would yeah. be insane. Yeah. Uh, so, here, like, like yeah, yeah, love yeah. rosé, love yeah. white. It was a red, you said? It was a red, a chilled red called Soul Love. Did it look like that at all? No. Uh, It had a very colorful label. That would have been super cool. So, Sarah, do you prefer red wine? Like, if you're going to have red, do you prefer? I I prefer reds. Yep. And um, did I make up the name of it? No, no, no. No, you got it right. You got it right. It's Riesling, Trousseau, and Mouverdre. Holy fuck, is that weird? It's I, I know. I crazy. couldn't believe how good it was. Super cool. Yeah. Let's, let's find that. 50% let's bring... Riesling, 20% Trousseau, 30% Mouverge. No Mouverge. way. So so Riesling is a white, white. wine, right. typically, so like, like a... let's say, from Germany. Um, <clears throat> Trousseau is a red grape from Jura. And then Mouverge is, is let's say... I think we've missed, we were talking about wine trends. There was a podcast, I don't know, six weeks ago or so. We were talking about wine trends, like what's going to be the next trend in wine. Chilled red. Not, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think it's chilled red. I think it's actually blending white and red grapes. Oh yeah. Really? eh? Well, I don't know. Like, like look at that shit. Yeah. yeah. That's a, cr- like, I mean, That's I'm just trying to think about like that blend. So you have Riesling, but, but it's from California. We had Riesling and Syrah yeah. not too long yeah. ago. The, yeah, we did. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. reminds me of it in the way of like the smoothness. I mean, mm-hmm. 100%. Have, um, it's that, it's but that I really freshness. liked it. And I and yeah. I didn't mean to get off of this wine. I just no, like no, no. I've been into chilled reds lately because like I had that and I was like, because I don't I don't love whites, but I like I like, I like Sauvignon Blanc, but yeah. I don't like anything like heavy, like a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know we if that's the word. We should send you home like... with a bottle of Papeno. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's, um, yeah. Uh, the producer is Louis Antoine Lewitt, and it is. I was going to mention Louis Antoine Lewitt, too. Because of like. Similar. Because of this, because I was yeah. curious because he. Because they named Eagle Point Ranch on here, so yeah. I was curious oh, yeah, that's if where the they grapes got come all from. of the grapes yeah. from there. From yeah. this, for this for this wine, they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, so he does this line of wine called Papeño, and it's it translates to peasant, so it's basically peasant wine. But he's supporting all the local farmers, and then he makes natural wine from it. Comes in one liter bottles. It's typically made of pice, which is a random grape variety from Chile, and it's like this, like it's mm-hmm. light, fresh. You serve it chilled. It's, oh, that's awesome! It's yeah. fun. And he, so he, while he you're puts here, every. Um, that's what you should. Yeah. He puts every farmer's name on the bottle. So when we order it, <clears throat> we order like a paladin. So we order, you know, 60 cases and we don't know what, what we're, when we're getting. Get. Oh, how cool right? is that? So it's kind of yeah. like, like a little bit of Russian roulette where it's like, it's going to, we know it's going to be pious. We know it's going to be made a certain way, but we don't know which farm it's going to come from. And so there's, there's slight differences, um, even in the, in the same vintage. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is delicious. <clears throat> Super fun. Yeah, this is great. I'm blown away by this one, actually. Yeah, I, I've, I like I said, I, I ordered it before. It's a little bit, I mean, you could probably buy this in L.A. for $20, I want to say. Uh, it was closer to 60 here. I'm going to need, like, names and labels, yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <clears throat> well, how, how So how far is Mendocino from where you guys live? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Without traffic. <laughs> Just say something. We don't have that. We have no idea. Yeah, two hours. Two hours. Okay, that's yeah. cool. I don't know. Is it more? Is it? I, f I get my wine countries mixed up. So I know. It's, it's north. Like, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. oh, so it probably is. Like, it actually probably is like two and a half mm -hmm. hours. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. Paso is about four from us. Because Paso is south, I believe. Mm, no, Rose. not from LA. It's north. But is it southern wine region? No. Oh, I don't know about wine I regions. I just know that it's north. Of California, of LA, yeah, north of California. North of California, it's Guys, way I've north had of Jameson. California. It's north of California. It's we poured you a big shot. It's okay, Ocal. Mm -hmm. All the wine regions are just north of LA. So depending on like how you're gonna, how far you're gonna go, right, will depend mm -hmm. on. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's all I know. That's all you know about LA. And now I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. Um, so we also have a different wine. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize, and I just topped everybody that's up. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Um, more so, like um, we Pump figured the brakes. we wanted to. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We always we we sometimes we just start chatting and then we don't we don't get to anything, but we always have like some kind of a topic that is is floating around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the one we had for today was was uh, female winemakers. Oh, nice. Because you, yeah. you are a, uh, what I would consider a, a strong, powerful woman. I thought you were just um, going to say consider a female. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for considering that. Would you say you're a female? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. She, her. Okay, great. <laughs> Nailed um, it. But, well, you're, you know, you, you're someone who I think has, exudes a lot of confidence. You're very, very funny, obviously. Um, you're a two-time best-selling author. You're like a, you're like a bit of a power, powerhouse, I also, right? I also feel like, and I don't know this for sure, but you work in an industry that is, that there's a lot of um, males that have and probably get more fame for certain reasons. Like, you have to work a little bit harder, but yeah. that's also an assumption. Mm -hmm. yes. um, and I feel like it's the same in the wine world, too, where as a female winemaker, you might be as good, if not better, but be because you've been the son of the son of the son, you get more fame for that yeah. or more recognition for and that. I so. would say like, would you say more so, this is a question for me personally, but just cause I'm a big, I'm a big fan of uh, comedy comedians. Um, mm. uh, I would say more so, like I'd rather watch like a standup special or go see someone do standup as opposed to like going to watch a movie. Um, standup comedy, still a huge boys club. It is, I mean, I, I feel like the battle of women aren't funny or whatever has is is dwindled for the most yeah. not battle yeah. like not dwindled there's still some mm -hmm. you know, morons out there that say things based like, not just based on gender instead of what's funny or not mm -hmm. yeah um but that part isn't as hard but there's it's still just there's there's still just a big boys club mm -hmm. i mean there are definitely obviously some very significant female voices that people could go well no but so and so but mm -hmm. you know but like for everyone that's like it feels like every year there's someone who breaks out as mm -hmm. the, oh my God, she's yep. blown up. And yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah, she's been working her ass off yeah. for 20 years. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and for everyone that you can point that they go, no, but there's that girl. And you're like, okay, but then there's 20 men that you're, yeah, you're going to yeah, get yeah, right yeah. off. You know, so yeah. it's still, I feel like that's still going to be a, a battle mm -hmm. probably forever. Yeah. Not to bring it down, but yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I feel that way about like, 
I listen to a lot of like uh, like your mom's house podcast yeah. with Tom and yeah, Christina. Tom and Christina, and Christina so is way funnier than Tom. <laughs> way funnier. And Tom is way more famous than she is. They're both. I mean, I they're I, both. I think they're both so so funny. But um, yeah, I think she, she she's so funny. I she's worked, so funny. She's so funny. Yeah, and and so is he. Definitely. But you're right. It's always like, like two no, bears, one cave sucks right. compared to their other really, podcasts. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I, I mean, I know all those guys, and they're yeah. super funny. But yeah, you're right. It's like no matter how funny you are, it's like there's always like. Wait, why did I have to be exactly? Over- I don't know for sure. They're mm-hmm. who's bigger in, in their world. I think in the, your mom's house world, they're both the same. They're both the same level, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, probably on the road, it just seems to be like guys. Always we have were talking little. at lunch, so I went to lunch with my family today, and I have a ten-year-old, well, almost a ten-year-old daughter, and we were talking about her great grandma and how her great grandma um, went to do her PhD, but she wasn't accepted to do her PhD because she was a woman. And uh, so we talked about the history of that. And I said to Eve, like, hey, listen, babe, like, just be glad that there are so many women that fought before us Mm -hmm. to get to the point that if you decide to do a PhD in anything now, it's going to be based off of merit, not based off of your gender or your associated gender or whatever that looks like. So Mm -hmm. it was um, it was really interesting for me to be able to tell her that story and then think about how things have changed. Mm -hmm. So going back to female winemakers. Mm And just thinking about, um, like, I feel like female winemakers don't get as much recognition as male winemakers. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, um, but we've talked about this before, not genderizing wine. But I do feel like that a female winemaker makes a more balanced wine. Mm -hmm. Like, if I taste a wine and I'm like, ooh, this is really balanced and this has great finesse to it and it's really elegant. Mm -hmm. I'm like... This this was made by a woman for sure. There's just like that delicate oh, that's undertone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that too. Like where it's, <clears throat> for me, I see it more where I'm going into a wine and I'm looking at the label and I know enough that I can be like, okay, like this is probably or this should taste inside this box, mm-hmm. and then I drink it and I'm like, ooh, like that's like that's elegant. It's a little bit softer than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. It's way more food friendly, more balanced. I'm like, this had to be made by a woman. Are like you guys it. suggesting that women aren't too emotional to make wine? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, it's the no, emotion that allows them to make wine. They 100% are. Absolutely. That's what this whole podcast is about. This is gotcha. Gotcha <laughs> we started, podcast. We started off and, and Josh and Bryce were sitting there thinking of things to say like, well, Leah, like, so like, I don't think you should be a female executive, so can you tell me why? Yeah. Sarah, can you comment on that? Go. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, just watch you like... Yeah. Like, uh, you guys have 50 listeners. What? Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace. Guys, yeah. it's not worth getting canceled over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on, guys. For sure. Oh, no. But it, it, it is true, though. Like, and, and that was a that was a really kind of cool, um, not a segue, but, like, connecting those dots about, about um, you know, females in, in comedy where you, you almost have to work twice, twice to two, hard. three times as hard to get mm-hmm. the same recognition. Um, and, I, I mean, I think in the wine world as well, it is getting better. Um, we work with quite a few female winemakers, um, and we're starting to see some of the old guard because, like, it's old school, right? It's, it's Europe. People have been it's father son for thirteen, fourteen, twenty generations, and we're starting to see now where, well, the, my daughter's older, or even my daughter's not the oldest, but she's a better winemaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gets to take over, and we're we're seeing it like. You know, a lot of wineries have like Père Fis or like 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 uh, you know Kelowna and Sons, right? Well, now you're taking over for Dad's hardware company, so it's Kelowna and Daughters, 
right? right. So like they're change, they're actually changing, mm -hmm. you know, père et fille. And this is like, this has been their name for 15 centuries. Or, yeah. you know, and like they're, they're, they're finally changing it. So, That's cool. But we're talking about this because mm -hmm. the wine that we haven't got to drink yet that we're going to drink. Well, I, figured we'd, I figured we'd probably have two we'll bottles today. It's a long weekend. I think so. Um, it is a female winemaker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so her name is uh, Rosalia, uh, and she makes wine in Manchuela, which is kind of like, I guess, like eastern central Spain, if you want to say. It's, yeah. an, it's like La Mancha. Um, and they make uh, wine, like high-altitude wine. And so well, I just, we'll start off by saying she actually started making wine in her garage. Um, oh, wow. And then like the wine, it got, it got bigger Same, and bigger. by the way. Mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just didn't get big. Started, yeah. You started doing comedy in your garage? <laughs> no, I started making wine no, she in started my garage. Wine in yeah. garage. Yeah. yeah. You still are though. <laughs> yeah. It's way, it's way cheaper. Um, no, next time bring a bottle so we can, we can yeah. taste it. Yeah. <laughs> tastes just like the Brock seller. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, um, so she, she actually, um, has an all-female staff and I was in Spain a couple years ago <clears throat> and I met Carmen who's basically kind of like her sales rep lovely woman um I was in when I was there I probably tasted 250 wines in two days and besides Surreal and maybe two other places this was like yeah head and shoulders above everybody else mm -hmm. and she was lovely and she was she was talking about like the team and I was like I'm like I'm like, oh, like it's all, it's all women, right? And like, it wasn't like, oh, wow, like it's all, but like, <laughs> that's crazy because I had just met with 40 other wine producers and it's all dudes, right? And she was a woman and I was like talking to her and I was like, tasted the wine. I'm like, these are like, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to drink. This is what I want to import. And so she told me the story about Rosalia making wine in her garage and then kind of like getting more and more recognition. And what's kind of cool about that is you're getting recognition solely based on what's in the bottle you have mm -hmm. no reputation yeah. you have no like you have no clout right it's people drinking the wine and going this is fucking tasty who made this and it's like oh that lady up on the hill that's cool yeah so she she basically expanded to now where they have i think they have about 15 wines across their label um they're the tinto which you guys have actually drank here i'll I, well there's one bottle i'll show it to you after but um it's easily our best-selling wine and um, they do high altitude grapes, which is very cool. What I like about high altitude grapes is wine can be a little bit intimidating. <clears throat> um, the reason why high altitude grapes are so sought after is because they're closer to the sun. And you're like, oh, they're, they're higher up, so they're closer, it makes sense. Right. Um, so they're actually gonna ripen really, really fast during the day, but at night, because it gets so cold, it actually elongates the ripening process, so they harvest like November. Which is really insane. Like, yeah. like sometimes there's it's, snow on the ground. It's not that they ripen mm -hmm. fast. It's that they actually have more <clears throat> opportunity to have that longer ripening rather than trying mm -hmm. to like ripen in, you know, a two month period mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of the temperature fluctuation. So oh, wow. higher altitude wines. Was, tend it, was to that a Josh be, fact? It, it was a Josh fact. <laughs> <laughs> just you just made that up, Josh. Subtly correct. Check. Where's your clipboard? <laughs> <laughs> when you no. say Tinto, I definitely remember having that. Yeah, like it's, that we'll, yeah, we'll show you the bottle. It's got, like, basically yeah. it's a white label with grape, like a grape cluster in the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or ask this question, but um, you, before this, were doing your own podcast. Like, yes. Like before you got here today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. Want to can you tell us about it? Yeah, it's called Are You My Podcast, and we started off doing... Um, uh, and you're totally allowed to, th and thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we started off with like, my friend and I were in like end of 2020 when we wouldn't know if we're ever going to leave the house again yeah. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> another comedian, Mary Radzinski, she's super funny. And she was like, let's do a, we both watched Lifetime movies. Like, let's do a 
podcast about Lifetime movies. And so we started, <laughs> and we just like make fun of them and yeah. know, rip them apart, basically. Because they're and we were like, you don't even have to watch the movie, basically. And like, yeah. most people don't; they just listen to us like describe this like stupid plot and yeah. make fun of it. We kind of got, and then we we talk about Married at First Sight, which is a show on Lifetime that's like super yeah. popular in the states. I don't know if it's popular here. Is it more they're like in the cubicles? No, this <clears> is like this is. I think um, that's Love is Blind or something. Yeah, that's Love is Blind. It's like, it's a similar concept, I think. But this is literally these people get married. Like, they have experts set them up and they go by all these and they marry them on the show and then you watch them for eight weeks. Do they meet each other beforehand? No. No. First sight. What? They have to do like psychology psychology tests and stuff like that. So you meet, like, you're like, this is my wife and you're like, get married right there. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like scientists are in your dress and you walk up and you see each other for the first time. Does anybody on the show go like, no, fuck it. A couple have like had that reaction and then, but then stayed through. Actually, the one, this one woman had that reaction to her husband and the, and this was like several seasons ago. And I, I was, think like, I remember that one. a bunch one. of babies. Yeah. yeah. She was, she was kind of mean. She was yeah. like, I don't like this. Yeah. 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 Like, oh. <laughs> and he's like the best guy. And then they like went on a honeymoon and stuff and they yeah. like didn't even spend any time together yeah, and yeah yeah so but then they're actually oddly still married but we were That's like so weird we had such a big audience so we decided to start doing that because that was mm-hmm. awesome just to get kind of mm-hmm. build our audience and then that became like our biggest listeners that people just love like, that like about reality TV. Yeah, well that just that movie that oh, show just in that, general like, you have like, a podcast about one specific yeah because <laughs> last season they were so well just we do two a week now so we do like yeah. our regular thing on wednesdays which we kind of we still do Lifetime movies sometimes, and then sometimes we just do, like, random topics that yeah. we find. We just mix it up. because I think it's more fun that way. Yeah, well, especially with, like, Fridays being married at first sight, we're like, we already have to watch enough TV. Like, let's mix it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, today we just did these random topics that I found. And, um, yeah, and the married at first sight one is, like, last year, last season was just this really, there was just, like, a really horrible human being on it. So we would just get on and, like, <laughs> rant about it. And then this, and it just kind of helped us get a lot of I listeners. think, like, it, like, is the show filmed in Los Angeles, though? Because, like, I think it's funny that you could, like, you could potentially see those people out and be like, there's Sarah and her no, friend. They were making fun of us yesterday on the it, podcast. No, it's every <laughs> season is somewhere different. Like, this mm-hmm. season's in Houston. It, the last season was in Atlanta. Yeah. So they just... I, I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but I, I see, like, my wife Leslie does. And I wish uh, I could say that I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've spoken to your husband, John. He's a big, he's a big reality TV fan. He starts me. He's the one that started. I yeah. swear to God. He's the one. He's like, don't you watch The Bachelor? And I was like, don't I? No, I don't. And now I watch all of it. Um, I saw a preview for a show recently that is everyone's in like a like an animal mask. Yeah. It's like called like bestiality or something it's like that. Not it's not called bestiality. It's not called. I'll have to cut that part out. Yeah. And like you're like that Josh, might. you're just watching animal porn. Yeah. That's not oh, a reality thanks, show. Yeah. He's like, oh, I heard about this, and I googled yeah. it, and this, f- and now, honey, yeah. they, they, now, you go on furry.com. Now we ruined it. They have all the episodes on there. It's called Sexy Beast. Yeah, Sexy and Beast. It, I, I I can't believe I haven't watched it yet. I was actually like, that might be too low for my standards mm-hmm. which is very yes. I, I might have the the lowest of the low um which is a show i've seen three episodes of <laughs> so we have roku right yeah. like the roku and they have there's like a roku channel i'm like this has got to be like some because there's like netflix and and prime they actually have money i'm assuming roku doesn't have much money and i watched three episodes episodes of a show called real side chicks of north carolina <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Side chicks. That's a a show. So it's like I need to see that. It's about it's about (laughs) people in North Carolina, 
who are like aspiring like rap stars. Um, most of the women are work at strip clubs, but they're the side chicks of these guys. And it's all about like them trying to like, they don't even want to steal them. Like the wives aren't even in the show. It's just like. But do they say who they're the side chick of? Yeah, because, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Then doesn't Are you the wife a side chick anymore then? <laughs> really? Is that, I, th- I think it's already known. But the show is like, you know, one one side chick and then the guy has another side chick and they fight. And then there was one guy. His doesn't name was. Doesn't the wife go, hey, I saw she's not, they're not on the, the show. Where's the There's wife? no wife on the show. I know, but don't they find out about the show? I think and they go, already I think, know. Oh. Okay. I, I don't know. And then one guy's name is Tuwan the Dude. Uh, and he's like a producer. And uh, the last episode I watched, um, he was his side chick was mad at him. And then like he like made it up to her. And then for his birthday, she brought her friend from the strip club and they had a threesome. Oh, that's a nice birthday. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday. Yeah. He was, it, and it was like, it was like, it's like completely yeah. like. I Where's mean, like, his wife? It's mo- like reality shows mostly scripted, right? Like for sure. But like this Are was you like sure this isn't like a sketch show that yeah. it's, no show. it's it's it's, yeah. it's Josh made this up. <clears throat> I I this feel like a dream. I, I may have. Josh is having a dream show. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna Google it because it's my dream show. Truly, it's, like this sounds so terrible. It's and amazing. so terrible. Like so, the well, the guy walks in and it's like, oh, I was just wanted to thank you for apologizing. So I have a present for you. And he's like, it's like, oh, it's his apartment in New York because he's a music producer. But it's like clearly an Airbnb. There's nothing in the apartment except like this horribly placed bottle of Patron like product oh. placement <laughs> and like three glasses. And he's like, oh yeah, how did you get in here? I didn't give you a key. And then they have a threesome. Amazing. Yeah. Real side chicks, North Carolina. I think you're watching, I think this is on you porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. actually think this is a thing, right? Category side chicks. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was a, I'm a Pornhub guy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to look this up and <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the randomness of like North Carolina. Yeah. Like, right. Like, and I'm like, is that a thing that in a North thing? Carolina? Like, it's not even like, mm-hmm. like, you know, New York or LA or, or just like a specific sport. Usually be like, I mean, not real side chicks of NBA. Yeah. Or something. something. They're, they're just like right. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> non, nobody's yeah. famous. <laughs> like there's no famous people on the show. It's just like random people. Oh I mean, that just sounds like every 1990 VH1 show. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. But also, thank to, you to for the, dude, thank look you him up. For the tip, because I'll yeah. be watching this. There was and probably discussing it on my podcast yeah. as well. So, so you watched, uh, what, what's it called again? Love It, Married, Married at First, first Sight. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the prison ones too? Oh, Love After Lockup. Yeah, oh, that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. What? Love <laughs> After Lockup? Where are Love we? Love After Lockup as is insane. We're it, living in a society. What? The yes. best thing about Love After Lockup. You, you watched it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, in your opinion. <clears throat> okay. Aren't the, the person that is marrying the prisoner is usually much more crazy and dangerous than the oh, actual prisoner. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's insane. They're of course. Like, they get out of prison and they're like, honey. And then you're like, oh, that person is batshit. Like they, right. Exactly. It's like the more normal one is the person who like, just happened to. Like you're going to give away. up your whole life and then you're going to go and marry this, this guy that just got out of prison and you're going to live with his parents for some reason mm-hmm. that he's never talked to for his entire life. And you're gonna get divorced. Yeah, and there and I've seen like a couple. There's been a couple that fascinate me. Where like the prisoner, like the, the there was one I forget. She was this redhead. I, I'm I sure think I know exactly yeah. the one you're talking. She about. She came out. And she was so she was so <laughs> mean. Gingers. Yes. She was so mean to the guy, and I was like, honey, you are, you're like he only 
you, he's your probation address. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you've got to be nicer to him. Like, yes. This isn't. <laughs> yeah. What, what are the yeah. people like? What are they? What are they in for? Like, is it like murder or is it like theft? It's a little bit. Drugs. They get out, so usually, it's a little bit. Yeah, of everything. it's usually a lot of like drugs. Drugs. Um, yeah. Selling drugs, theft. Um, with what firearms, nobody. There's not on? murders. Like what, what television station it's is on? on? Um, TLC. I think it's a TLC show. TLC. Yeah. yeah. Learn Isn't that like a garden and used, home oh, show? No, it's on I Wii. Women's training, Entertainment. Oh. Training spaces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TLC. No, I, I, I'm sorry, TLC. There's the other it's one. On on, there's the other one that's on okay. TLC. Yeah. Though. Sorry, TLC. <laughs> There are title sponsors there. Fuck. Home and garden show. It was on Wii, and then there's also Life After Lockup. Life After yeah, Lockup. Yeah, so when you really like a, a prisoner couple, yeah. you can follow them after the season ends and watch Life After Lockup when they still... There is a girl on it that I love, Brittany. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. Brittany's great. She's really got her shit together. It's like a nice story where you actually see this girl got her shit together, and she's mm-hmm. like... And her mom's kind of a mess, and then she yep. helps her mom get better. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is a nice story. Everyone else is just... Just garbage. Yeah, humans, it's like pretty I much every that. season. Everybody sucks. So yeah, but nobody when you, wants when you to see, see a winner like, on there. Like somebody that's really actually, happy. You're, like, you're really happy for them. You actually root for someone. You're yeah. like, oh, she yeah. had no chance. Her yeah. childhood was terrible, mm-hmm. and then she's got out of prison, reformed herself, actually married a mm-hmm. nice yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, usually that's not the story. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's the thing. I'm like, so glad I, we can bond about yes. this. <laughs> I think it was actually I was watching an interview with Amy Schumer a couple years ago and about the new season of The Jersey Shore, and and it was like. Everyone just like had their shit together, and she's like, "I don't want to fucking watch Mike the situation like doing well." Mike the accountant, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's or whatever. Not, yeah, that's not why I watch the show. Like, you don't you don't watch Life After Lock. I'd be like, oh, like you need one. You need Brittany. Yeah. And you're like, there's a success story. But if they're but, all Brittany. Yeah, but I want to see all the a, fucking train wrecks. Yeah. Like, come on. I, start, oh, yeah. I started watching the New Jersey Shore. They did bring that back in, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. They but like, brought the screwed up one back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, this is so They were like, this is boring. way too easy. It's boring. Like, I, the situation's going to prison. Yeah. We That's not funny. The, the, so... Oh, I mean, he, he did. He did. He I went th- to prison. What did he do? Uh, tax evasion. Tax evasion. I was going to guess mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. figure Probably like. Because I read it. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. Um, so Jersey Shore, the first episode ever, I was with an old girlfriend and we were having some some Vietnamese food at this restaurant close to my house. And they had <laughs> he remembers the food. <laughs> I, I know. Because, because it's like one of the first reality so shows, right? You can yeah, taste. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm watching the TV and it's, there's no sound on. And it's like the first episode where they like all go to the house. And like I had never seen anything like this. And I remember eating like imagine watching Jersey Shore, no context with no sound on for the first time. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on in this show? And then like oh, people yeah. are fighting each other and having sex. And it's like, you know, the 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 night vision camera. And you're like, how is and this I'm on like, TV? The nails? And, I, and like, I'm like, I got to go home right away and find out what this show is about. Yeah. And then I, I remember and you're like, wondering why we like I love know. after lockup. And right. <laughs> I just feel like it's too much too much now. Like when how how many years until it's like, do you see the show where they just like people just kill each other? <laughs> like put them on and on and they murder each other. It's crazy. Purge the reality yeah. show. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for Brittany. You're like, oh, shit. She was on Life After Lockup. She got her shit together. Went downhill. Now okay. she's That's in a whole MTV's sort of challenge. They have that show. You, you did, is it the challenge? The challenge is that show. Say, you took that to the extreme, but like, let's take all of these reality television show yeah. people who have been on all these different shows and put them in the same place and give That's a called competition. Big Brother. No, 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 no. It's not. It's MTV The Challenge. Is it really? Yeah. And it's like, I want to watch it's a that. competition. Christina on that? Or Christina was 
was on that too. She was on Road Rules. Yeah. Where do you find the time? I love it. I love it. My wife is like, you think like I know about this stuff? She knows way more than I do. I love it. Okay, so let's actually bring Kayla on for next podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to do a podcast with Kayla. I'm gonna make you guys real jealous real fast. Okay, let's hear it. Not really, you guys, but just Bryce. Just me. Just Bryce. Okay, you guys leave. I'm gonna turn your mic off. I did meet all of the Jersey Shore cast. They did like a sketch with them. Up. Um, I was on this show called Chelsea lately that was like we did we had the, this like, show sorry just this show just gonna, just gonna blow that part off yeah this show called do you Ch- think no. we don't exist up here <laughs> no I well it was, it, no it's been off the air for se- several years so been. I just don't know if people fantastic are like, show yes fantastic. Fantastic. amazing yeah. show but the cast came on and we did like a sketch with them and I can probably find a photo on my phone and show you oh, let's whoa. do it yeah that's amazing let's yeah. do it were they like so. They were still young. Are they back like then. that in real? Like, is are like is there a bit of an act? Or are they like? They were no. They were all pretty. They were all very nice. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. They were all super nice, and I mean, they were kind. You know, they were on. They were like willing to do a dumb sketch with us. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I, I always feel like, you know, you can you can always tell that. I mean, editing is a very powerful, persuasive thing, right? So it's like, oh, that guy's like, or that girl's such a bitch, or that guy's an asshole, and you're like, well. No. Like, we all say stupid shit once a day, and if you only see them saying that, then yeah, of course you're going to think they're an asshole. Right. So, like, I always kind of think... Do you know how like, hard it is to edit this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I only do the intro, and then I'm just, my mic's turned off the whole time. <clears throat> yeah. You're like, Josh, we don't want anyone to know. We, the we, first we podcast, Josh talked about Nazis. Yeah. I was, <laughs> watching, I was watching a series about oh the Holocaust. I feel like yeah. you would be the guy on reality TV that they would... And in, in person, like, you are genuinely one of the nicest people that anyone oh, will you. meet. But... But you say the dumbest you say shit. Dumb, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they would like they would be like, Oh, it's this guy and they're See, gonna like I just they're gonna like, make people hate you. I feel like if something's funny or like if I'm like, Oh, that's a good joke, like I have to say it. Yeah, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like like to a certain point, like I don't wanna like I don't wanna like um like make anybody cry or anything, but like, like <laughs> well, it was like there's like great like, before if somebody that, fucking though. lobs the ball up, I'm gonna hit it out of the park every time. I gotta. It's like I cannot I can't not say it. Fair. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't do it. It's okay. That's what the edit button's for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cough button. So, Sarah, this was me. Um, I, I ha- I'm really curious. Yes. You and I have met a couple of times. Yes. I've read about you. You're one of the head writers for Chelsea Lately. And I just joked that, like, of course we know who Chelsea Lately is. Oh, that makes so um, sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tell- I just had an epiphany. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just tell me about your inspiration. Um, tell me about what it's like to work with a group of people who are like super like-minded and passionate, and I'm assuming passionate about comedy, making people laugh. Yeah. Like, just share a little bit about like that. Like that show specifically? Yeah, the writer's room. It, it was so fun. It was intimidating at first because the show had been on um, for a bit before I was hired as a writer. Okay. I had been on it a couple times as a roundtable guest, but yeah. I hadn't. Mm-hmm. But I got them. They were like, after I started kind of doing well on the round table and people, I had a good following from it yeah. and whatnot, which is what that show did for so many comics. Yeah. Um, they invited me to write on the show. And at first, I think they were like testing me out because they made me write like a blog or something for, okay. e, for the e website. And I was like, what the oh, fuck yeah. am I doing? I was like, <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah, I, I mean, no, I was so grateful, but I was like, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Yeah. And even like, I had some really good friends writing on the show, and they were like, how's your corner? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm right. I don't know what I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing blogs, but nobody's reading these. Um, and then, uh, and then eventually they were like, no, we want you, now we want you to write on the show. I guess it was just like a nice. period of like a transition. I don't know. And I was so intimidated because it's just, um, 
imagine, you know, you walk into a room and like you had to, we had to like pitch topics and pitch jokes after mm-hmm. someone else would pitch a topic. One that if Chelsea liked the topic, then people would start pitching jokes and basically a topic, two or three topics, we get assigned to writing partners. Yeah. Like there was two mm-hmm. of us working together. Um, and I think there were like, there were six or eight of us at, at a time. And it was like, you just, I had to get really used to the fact that you could see somebody would throw out a topic and yep. I would say something and it could just be dead silence yeah. or it could mm-hmm. be full laughter. Yeah. And, and sometimes the dead silence, when you went and still wrote it out anyway, because you were like, I think that's a funny joke, mm-hmm. yeah. um, would actually make the show oh, because nice. it translated the yeah. way she said it or the way someone else, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, like the way you saw it in your mind happening. Yeah. Maybe they didn't see it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at the time, you would just be like, but the first time I ever pitched something and everyone just stared at me, I was like, oh, this is my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, awful. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm fired. Uh, and you just had to get used to it and just sort of, and everyone, later on, it wasn't like that as much because everyone was sort of comfortable kind of knew with each it. other had more. Yeah. Yeah. knew each other. But at the beginning, everyone's kind of trying to keep their place. And, yeah. and, and so there's a lot of, you know, trying to one-up each other, talk over each other, mm-hmm. like, no matter how supportive, still mm-hmm. trying to be like, let me, or, you know, or, but yeah. it got to the point where I, you pitched something awful and everyone stared at you you'd be like okay sorry and everyone would, would just laugh yeah. and yeah, it was yeah. fine so because yeah. um, everything's off the cuff at that point so you don't mm-hmm. have a clue so it was it was intimidating but really fun and really taught me to be like on well, my toes it, and I was going to say probably like yeah. well, that's the thing it, it probably like stretches you out of your comfort zone in the sense that like you're, you're really vulnerable you're putting jokes out there or thoughts out there that people judge instantly yeah. right? and that's what stand up would be totally. too right and, if, and, the, and the cool thing was if you wrote something and and you'd and Chelsea would say it on the show mm, you'd be like oh, it was yeah. just kind of a fun you know that must be crazy like yeah you're at home watching it and you're like I wrote oh, that yeah, this yeah. week yeah or they were watching the taping and she yeah. Yeah. or you or you'd see her look at one and just basically roll her eyes at it and move on and <laughs> oh, she didn't that one no, was fine no, no it's not like that one that one's tonight yeah <laughs> And that was fun. And there were also times where she just wouldn't do any and she'd do her own stuff because it was very a mix of, mm-hmm. yeah. of written stuff and then off the cuff stuff. And, so. and do you find that so like, you know, you, you, you get in the writer's room and you're, you're now a writer and you kind of get a feel for like, let's say like Chelsea's style of comedy. Do you start to then pitch ideas that you think would work for her and her style? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. And I had actually known her before I wrote on the show. Um, we like, we did stand up together for a long time and we were friends. So I was like, I knew her voice pretty well yeah. mm-hmm. I, I thought anyway and I think that's why I did end up getting a job on the show yeah um good end which was really fun because I was like I wrote I wrote for someone who I like felt like I knew her voice mm-hmm. and then I was on the same show as a roundtable guest oh, so whoa. she would do jokes that I wrote for her <clears throat> about this topic and then I would do ones that I wrote for me mm. because we didn't that's have that's cool yeah and that was, talking that was to yourself yeah, 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 yeah. that would be hard though. oh Sarah you're so funny <laughs> yeah. thanks Sarah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know could you imagine if I was like I wrote that one guy. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's did, my every, did everybody that's think my that joke. was funny yeah <laughs> I feel like that's that would be my my ultimate dream job would be to do what Anthony Bourdain did right mm. that's like that's like my dream job wow but, that was like a I didn't know how you got there with that though what do you mean yeah can you make we that were talk- connection yeah we us? were talking no, about my, a writer's my, room my, my and second, you were like I think my Anthony second Bourdain dream job <laughs> would be to be a comedy writer 
Oh, oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah, I didn't I, finish that. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah. that. Pause I, too I was long. interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> oh, that's great, Sarah. Let's talk about Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. No, um, no but like, I, I really like, um, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of comedy and I'm, I'm a fan of like the fact that I know that, like, I'm, oh, oh Josh, you're a funny guy, but I can't do stand up comedy. You know what it's I mean? funny, like, I've it's, never it's thought whole, that about you. See? <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can rewind the tape. You've laughed at several of my jokes. We're going to have to, like, you're going to have to say that again with nobody else talking mm-hmm. so I can put that on our... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. We just, just have Sarah say, Josh isn't funny. And that could be a new soundbite for the show. But I, I do, like, I, I, I appreciate the fact of, like, you know, it's it is a is a it's a form of art, and not not everybody can do it, right? Like some people, some people get the joke, and some people don't. And and if you don't get the joke, then you can't you can't be a writer. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, and it's also so, it is so subjective. Obviously, what makes people laugh? Like that's why when someone says something's not funny, I'm like, well, that's not true. That's just not funny to you. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have to, and I realize that all the time. There's some huge comedians that I'm like, I don't get it, mm-hmm. but. That I don't take away from the fact that they're successful and they have a huge fan base that think they're very funny. Like mm-hmm, I don't. Right. I, I'm obviously not gonna name any names unless I have too much wine. I but, will. Yeah. We'll get there. Don't worry. We're only <laughs> on two bottles. But it's, it's a four-hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not a four-hour podcast. But it is so subjective, and so you don't know what. Um, mm-hmm. And and the last thing I'll say about that too, about just one thing that I think maybe people will find interesting about writing for someone else like that, and then having to do your own stuff, was I had a really really let go of the fact that if I had something really good, I couldn't save it for myself. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I gotta yeah. get, I, that's, yeah. I think this is going to be really good for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And even if I could do it in my own voice, which we have a similar sort of yep. demeanor yeah. in mm-hmm. some ways, mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta, I can't, you can't save it for yourself. That was one big lesson. It was like, mm-hmm. this is, I am writing on a show for someone else. I am not. Right, I'm secondary when it and, comes and you're to like my con- day, contractually obligated. Wow, no, well, but, like but outside because you that. wouldn't always be on the round table, but the days you were, yeah, it was yeah. like mm, that. Feels a lot I, like wine, though, right? Yeah, no, like I, wine's very similar to that. I was thinking exactly the same thing yeah. when it comes to subjectivity because mm-hmm. we've talked yeah. about this before, right? All the time. And so the the last segment that we'll get to at some point is we're gonna rate this wine, and we're not gonna rate we're it. We're gonna rate two s- wines today. We're gonna rate two, mm-hmm. um, and we're not gonna rate it on a scale of one to ten, one being bad, ten being good. We're gonna rate it on a scale of how many days of the week do you want to drink this wine? And because Seven. because wine is subjective, different. but be, and everybody has their own style that they like and that they appreciate for different reasons. And <clears throat> comedy is the same. Yeah. But I love what you just said about um, you have to get like. So I work in human resources, and I have like. I, what I Josh call, doesn't. What I call the, the, the three. And the reason human resources exist. What I call the three H's of hiring. You want to find somebody that is hungry, honest, and humble. And trying to find somebody who's humble and hungry at the same time is next to impossible. And what you just described about how you would write, those are those two things. Because, you, like, you're so you hungry. hire me? I, yeah, I, I, I you're hired. You're hired. You're hired. Yeah. But, yeah. but, at the, but, but I, what I loved about that is, like, you're willing to sacrifice you not for you, but because there's success for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And you just have to let that happen. Like, that... That's cool. I that's very, yeah, very cool. It is definitely a, it's a, it's a mind thing yeah. that you have to but get. But it's past. hard. But yeah. yeah, and like you said, with, um, <clears throat> with subjectivity again, it's like you can't. 
Nobody can say, well, I don't like, th th that's not good or that's not funny. You don't, that's just mm -hmm. your, I don't that's like such that. That's opinion. not my preference. Yeah. 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 And, and like we always, we kind of equate wine to music a lot where it's like, you know, some, some people are super into Nickelback and I'm not one of them, but it doesn't mean that they're wrong. Right. Do you know what I mean? Maybe in that case. Yeah, I mean, they are wrong. <laughs> they're wrong in that case. <laughs> it's just funny how everyone, it's funny how they face, You're like, no, they're wrong. They're wrong. No, no, I would totally go, are you kidding me? I'd jam out right to Nickelback, no problem. Yeah, I think everybody would, yeah. but it doesn't mean they're good. I'll take yeah. a Buck Cherry to back that up. Oh, whoa. I'm never, I'm never allowed to play music at Homestead. No. I show up and Josh is like, isn't your phone connected? I'm like, if I'm playing oh. music, I'm pay playing Taylor Swift and you yeah. don't want to play it's that Taylor Swift to Whitney Houston at Homestead nonstop. But it is that, that question of like, at the end of the day, if you're if you're making a product to like like wine, like comedy, like mm -hmm. music, it's it's to make like it's an expression of who you are, but also you want to bring people joy, yeah. right? And you you can't bring everyone joy, and not not everyone's gonna be that like have the same taste. So there's there's so many wines out there that I that we make fun of on the show, and and we say you know I would never drink that, and that's the case, but. Some there's a reason why those wines are crazy successful and exist. You know, they what? bring a lot of people joy. Just like you know Nickelback. Just, you know what? Just, just like Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> just like Nickelback. Is there Nickelback? a Nickelback wine? Nickelback. Apothic red. Applebee's and Apothic. Ooh, they're all the same. Whoa. Uh, those to me are like they're N -A -A. trying to. That's a conspiracy. They're all created by the same person. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I moved to Saskatchewan, like I grew up in Montreal, I moved to Saskatchewan. I feel like the whole time that Nickelback existed, I was like, this is like maybe it's just like some kind of big joke right like they don't really like not real and like right. and then i moved here and met people and they're like die hard die hard fans like where you're like oh they suck and they take offense to it and i was like oh like there's actually people but that go to the shows it is interesting that that one man could have so many people that bash it all the time but also enough that they're Crazy successful. successful. Very successful. Yeah. Probably so the like, most successful Canadian band of all time. I don't know. Does Creed that not, was pretty does good. Does that not go back to... <laughs> <laughs> there does was a song really like that. I think, I think it's the same singer. You know what Come I used on. to like, though, that My Own Prison? I liked that yeah, song. Yeah, see? Yeah. There's a bit... I feel like there's always a weird Everybody song likes you could them. find by any band that yep. you're like, oh, I didn't know oh. that was them. Yeah. And I like Finger it. 11. I'll give you that one. Anyone remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Paralyzed. That's a good song. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I, I, I I'm making fun of Nickelback. Them. I could probably sing three of their songs word for word. Word for word. Yeah. And yeah. You could go to the concert. You no, would hold could, up the yeah, lighter. And I could sing it. And you would sing it. I'd probably have a fucking great time. You'd have a great time. <laughs> and that's why you would go to would a bring, Nickelback concert. I would bring a bottle of a pot of red <laughs> and just drink it with tears streaming down my face. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just, I was trying to think of a Nickelback song, and there it is. That's right. Okay, yeah. Just, just weeping. Just right weeping. Now, yeah. especially. Everyone Holy might, shit. Everyone might go to like. Nickelback should come back. Everyone might go to anything right now because we haven't been to concerts in so long. But I am. I That's have my true. first concert coming up. It got what are you going to? What are you going to? So it's my first. It's like my dream first concert back. So it's Foo Fighters. And oh. Yes. Oh, I've yeah. never seen them. I would love to go. They're see them. so good live. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw him play with a broken leg in a wheelchair. And Was like, you were at that show? Yeah. Is that when he like we had the show when he fell and then came back? No, I was. was he show was already after? at a broken okay, leg. Yeah. And so, but they put him on a <clears throat> wheelchair and they if he came out on a throne and still yeah. played just like he was. Wow. And but I'd seen I've seen him I've seen them a few times and mm -hmm. um uh it came he, they were supposed to play in July in California mm -hmm. and then the show got canceled because someone in their world got covid. Yeah. 
and so they canceled the show, and then but they postponed it to the end of August, and I can make it. So I'm very excited. Amazing. First, <laughs> yeah, I will be screaming, look at this photograph, and crying for him. And they'll be like, that's not our song. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> have you met Dave? You Roll? should is be Nickelback. Is he the nicest guy in rock and roll? Like I actually say? have met him. Yeah. Um, he hosted Chelsea lately for a week. That's he right. Guest hosted yeah. when she was gone. Um, she was like on tour or something, and he guest hosted. And at the end of his, we, we worked with him for four straight days where he hosted the shows. And on Friday when we wrapped for the week, um, he was like, everyone go upstairs. We had this like upstairs deck in our building, our office building. He was like, everyone go upstairs. We went up there and there was a huge table of vuv and a huge table of fried chicken. And he yes. was like, take a sip yeah. of champagne, eat a bite of fried chicken, Did we not thank me later. Did this is amazing. This Thank is you. really, really Wait, amazing. Do you guys know about this? The fried chicken in no. the No, no, but I don't think know it's like it. really awesome. I think it's so cool. For our fifty listeners, they might know about it. <laughs> no, he was like he was like after every show I take I drink champagne and eat chicken. Is, I love is it. Is that That's what amazing. you guys do at the end of this show? Yes. Oh, I wish yeah, we yeah. did. Yes. We're gonna do it now. We, <laughs> now. we drink Rivenie fried chicken, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm I'm excited to um, be able to go to shows. That's it. Uh, Bryce, what's your so a, a band you've never seen in concert, you oh. can go see anybody. Who would you go see? Oh. Not, not alive or dead, alive. Alive? Oh yeah. yeah. Right now, I'd go see Lupe Fiasco. Sorry. I mean, who is that? He's a rapper. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I went and saw him once in Vegas, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. So I know I know a couple of his songs. Yeah. Now. I can't think of the one that I really like. He sings a look at this photo. Oh, no, he's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and so, oh and, is it my turn? Yeah. Would you like? Oh. Would, would you? Foo pick? Fighters. She already said. <clears throat> Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. We'll just go with that because yeah. I feel on the spot and I can't think of any other bands right mm-hmm. now <laughs> other than I, Creed and Nickelback and I don't want to. Do I have Buck Cherry. Theory of a Dead okay, Man. Besides Taylor Swift, <laughs> who would you go see in, in concert? Uh, Great Big C. Oh, good one. Who is that? They're, 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 they're a Canadian band. East Coast band that oh, okay. I'll play you some songs after. Like, all you want to do is, like, jump and clap. Oh, it's, it's like, like very that. fun. Okay. It's yeah. like, you ever go to, like, yeah. um, so, like, East Coast Canada, I've never been, but I imagine it like this. You go to a bar. Just, just make you, stuff up yeah. again. <laughs> you, you, and I'll, I can validate because I yeah. have been there, and I'm, I'm married so, to a maritimer. <laughs> what's the, what's East Coast Canada? Just so I, like, like Nova Scotia. Like, like, Nova Scotia. Gotcha. Oh, it's so nice there. Yeah. You go to a bar. You drink too much beer, and then someone gets up and starts like people just start jamming, and it's like East Coast music, and then you get into a fight with the same guys you're drinking with, and then you drink with them after, and it's like all's oh, forgiven. <laughs> that's a what, musical. That's a musical. That's what I want to do. I'd watch that musical. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. So you, know, you know who I would go see that I haven't seen is Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Radiohead live, and I'm not like the biggest Radiohead fan, but I feel like they have so many songs that I would like to see live. I would like to see them live. I don't mm-hmm. think yeah, I haven't seen them live. What about I Air go, Supply? I go back Anybody to the Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we said alive. We said alive. Yes. Uh, they're alive, and I've seen them, just so you know. Also, they, was Air good? Supply and Rick Springfield back to back. No big deal. No Rick Springfield. I would go see Rick I don't Rick mean to bring about my, brag about my California You should have started with Rick Springfield. I don't mean to brag about my, my, my celebrity California lifestyle. Yeah, no shit. But Rick Springsteen, yeah, I can go whenever Springs- I want. Springfield. Springfield, whatever. Go see a Nickelback <laughs> concert. Jeez, what's what's so? There's like a wasn't there like a documentary about like his fans that follow him around? Mm, like I Springfield, don't know about I, that. I believe I've I was seen probably a documentary. In a <laughs> 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 Unknowingly, 
what's, I might want to look that up song? and try to get what's, paid. What's the song he sings, like his famous song? Uh, Jesse's Girl. Jesse's Girl, that's right, yeah. Mm. Don't yeah. Talk to Strangers. Mm. Baby, don't you talk to them. You guys might have to pay royalties for that. No. Oh, <laughs> Don't make that, like, Bryce, <laughs> Bryce just flagged it. <laughs> yeah, I just flagged that we one. Can't, we can't afford it. Yeah, we can. Don't. Water no, construction, we're going to need some money for real. Uh, or Fun Time. Hey, Fun Time, fun you time could become us. title sponsor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can back this up. Okay, let's do our... Um, Are we wrapping? We're All gonna, right, we're going to wrap here, this listen, one. Listen, I know, listen we've been over time. We're going we're gonna to wrap, but then we also do an after-hour segment. So we're going to wrap, and then okay. those people that want to not listen to us sir, anymore... Uh, sir, how long is your podcast? Fine. How long is an episode? Great question, Bryce. Well, I'm going to mute Leah's mic. <laughs> no, they're like... We, we were doing a little... Sometimes they go for an hour, hour and 15, and oh, we're trying really? to... Yeah, we're, we're trying, trying to, to get maybe them to go to forty-five. Oh, forty-five. So thirty's too short then. Le- Thank Leah's you. Leah's pushing us to thirty. I want to do twenty-five How do you because feel I feel about like that? these guys bullshit way too How do you much, feel and nobody about wants to listen to them. Podcast. Hey, hey, here's what you, I think. Here, no, I, but I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm no. really sorry, but I'm very passionate <laughs> oh, about I love this. Canadian. Sorry, you, no, I love no. a Canadian. Sorry, you, you're, you're famous. <laughs> People want to listen to you for 45 minutes. Nobody wants to you listen to That's why she's on our podcast. For 20 minutes. You guys will have 51 like, listeners <laughs> Sarah. Like, oh, yeah, Sarah. Sarah's stepmom. Sarah's yeah. stepmom. Yep, she's going to listen. No, she has no time for that. <laughs> she has her own podcast she's with 200,000 listeners. Oh. No, I feel it's about like stealing wine glasses. <laughs> that's a great name step, for a podcast. Step one, you want to show up with a big purse. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bring a roll. You want to bring a newspaper so they don't clinky clinky. Yes, One episode. Exactly, and you don't want to break them. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of podcasts. So I do, I, I, we're starting, I'm just like, okay, maybe not short. You know what? People do want to listen to a whole, I think 30, 25 minutes, maybe too short. But like okay. 45. Mm-hmm. 45. I, I, I can live with 45. 45 I can live I just think That's a good that compromise. People don't have... You know, it's like maybe their drive or they finish it on the way home or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they're also subscribed to like five other podcasts, right. so when mm-hmm. are they fitting? Yeah. So I do think there used to not be as much people were like, oh, we can go for two hours. Sure. If you, But now mm-hmm. there's just so many options that if people are adding you <clears throat> yeah. into their yeah. mix, maybe not the shorter, the better, but just a little a little shorter. Like a little under an little hour shorter. is like a little bit less of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not two and a half. I still three, feel like four, our <laughs> five. Mine and Bryce's first. I do a first... twenty-four hour podcast. <laughs> I just first three. Yeah. Mine and Bryce's first three podcasts uh, were two and a half hours long each, and we 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 did the the shot clock. So we did a shot of Jameson every twenty-four minutes. We were so drunk. We were so drunk. That's when I was talking about the Holocaust. But, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, bummer. Like, just like, because I was watching a documentary about it, and I just spoke about the documentary and the Holocaust for, like, 25 minutes. And, like, yeah. it's a wine podcast. Can you imagine tuning in, and you're like, this guy spoke about the Holocaust and we for a half hour. We weren't even <laughs> drinking German wine. <laughs> <laughs> we, weren't, we were not. We were not. Well, I do think, though, to I would say don't go too short, because you are... Too short. I'll, another great artist, by the way, that I would like yes, to go to that concert. Um, <laughs> I would say don't go too short because you have you do drink wine and so when you get a little looser, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you do kind of want. So I say forty five minutes. Okay. Forty five minutes. Forty five. Can you can I you deal can, with that? I can, can make that compromise. Mm-hmm. Ish. I'll think Ish. About it. Let's go forty. Forty forty to forty five. Forty two and a half. Forty two and a half. <laughs> and no matter what we just cut it. <laughs> In the I middle think of when you know when, it, when you know when you should end it, and that's mm-hmm. the bigger thing. Is yeah. like don't 
don't push it past. And also, it. don't stop yourselves if it's if it's something yeah. that's like flowing. Mm. Maybe mm. stop him if he starts talking about the Holocaust. But yeah, then that's it, easy. I got all the control here. Yeah. Josh Actually, can't even talk now. That's not that's not a bad way to put it. We've had some podcasts that are like really really easy flowing, and we're like, oh, we should stop, but should we? Yeah, and then there's others where it's like we're just pushing. So I don't that and just do that. Don't yeah. go by. Don't go. Every episode is an hour and fifteen, or every episode's forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah. Go with like what went well. Hey, we yeah. had twenty five great minutes today. That's what we're putting out. We had yeah. an mm-hmm. hour and a half because we yeah, had Sarah yeah. Colonna, and she's so fucking funny. She's so right. funny. Yeah. Like we got it. We couldn't stop. Oh, that. so you want to go you know? for another twenty three minutes? <laughs> I mean, or, or because she just wanted more wine. After us, can I have more wine? <laughs> we gotta drink that papayno. Okay, we will. How do you feel about these wines? Okay, okay let's, let's do, do our, let's so finish again, it off. Um, just as a reminder, our final segment of the podcast, we uh, we rate these wines one out of seven. Oh, How Bryce. many? Oh. Whoa. And this final segment brought to you by Funtime Heat Sauce. Kenny Ash, you're welcome. Um, we're going to give this to you. Do you like hot sauce? I do like heat hot sauce. sauce. Oh, okay, so she, this is, the, we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, yeah, they make good hot sauce. Okay. They, is that all we're allowed yeah, to say? Yeah, they're not they make good hot sauce. <laughs> if you guys better... Cough up like 10, 20 bucks, <laughs> and we'll get Sarah Colonna to post it on her 250,000 followers Drink on Instagram. It right out of the bottle. <laughs> it's like hot ones, but you have to chug the sauce only. I love it. So they make four different kinds, and they call it heat sauce instead of hot sauce because it's about flavor. Um, and they have like four different ones. So the Grinch is one of them. My favorite is called Smoker's Cough. I like Angry Wife. And I, Angry yeah. Wife is yeah, my I second favorite. Yeah, I noticed you already opened it. And yes, <laughs> I got have it, like a full and, fridge full. And Kenny, I like that they have fun names. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're pretty fun. Um, but okay, so our final, is that what we're doing now? Like the podcast is sponsored by Wander Construction and their final. Sure. Let's do that. We, this yeah. final we, segment. We're we also do a. <laughs> brought to you by. Well, while we're, while we're, we're doing shout outs, should we sure. do a, a quick shout out to Clutch Women? Oh, thank oh. You. yeah! You're welcome. Yes, clutchwomen.com. You're about to sell one more bag. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> to Josh. Honestly, <laughs> no, unless he already has one. <laughs> yes, please tell us about Clutch Wine. Yeah, well, you guys have uh, the CFL is now having the same regulations as the NFL, which mm-hmm. is they call it the clear bag policy. Often mistaken for you can only have a clear bag, but actually you can have a four by five by six by five non-clear bag. I hated clear bags. I started a line of very cute, very well-made clutches that will last you a long time, last you through the weather, they're stain-proof, water-resistant, um, what all the I things that What can I fit in that clutch? So you can fit your purse, your, your purse. You can fit your purse. You can fit your purse. This is an amazing clutch. <laughs> can you steal it's wine like glasses? It's Harry Potter. I would get one. Day. You can fit Nickelback. <laughs> one Nickelback CD. The whole a Discman. <laughs> No, just the guy. Just, just guy. the guy. The guy. What's his Chad, name? Chad, 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 right in there. Avril Lavigne's ex. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know. And you can fit. I know. You can fit a phone. Yes. Yeah. Keys. Yes. Uh, it has a little pocket for your uh, your credit Cards. card and driver's mm-hmm. license. Thank you. And um, basic, all the basics. Lip gloss? Lip gloss, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampons, I, like regular size tampons? tampons yes. Or? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, or super size, however you feel okay. on that day. You can put those in. <laughs> yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm feeling that. truly honestly why I created it, because I was like, why do I have to have my tampons in a clear bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the specific size that they asked for is very hard to find. So, yes. Um, I, yeah, I created this and I'm like, this, I started this line and they're just, they're really, they, they fit all you would need for a game, unless of course you have like a baby or 
Yeah, we, we, we're, we're discussing that the for biggest, the new one. Yeah. The biggest challenge. So I went to one of the, I went to the green and white scrimmage with Leslie mm-hmm. and Crawford and But they're allowing diaper bags now. They're no, not. They, they did for the so scrimmage, we, but not for the, oh. not for the season. And we yeah. walked in and I was wearing the diaper bag and Leslie had the baby and my daughter. And they're like, oh, just so you know, you're going to have to bring a clear bag in if you want to come in. And I was like... Unless it's the wrong person to say that to. No, but they said it to me because I was wearing the diaper bag. And I was like, so my diaper bag has to be clear? Like I'm I'm supposed to... And and he looked at me and he said, well, how many diapers do you need for the game? Mm. And then Leslie started walking over and I was like... It's not just diapers you bring to a game. And Leslie's like, uh, can you tell me a little bit? Like, and she's like, because I, I almost like jumped down his throat. Yeah. I'm like, do you have a baby? Do you know yeah. that I'm not just bringing diapers? I'm bringing diapers and bottles and blankets yeah, and whatever. Snacks like, and do you want yeah. my baby to come to your game or not? Yeah. I was you can actually fit a baby aggressive. in my clutch. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should offer like a multi-clutch deal. You should have called right, it so you clutch, can, comma, can you, baby. Can you those shoes that you fold up? In yeah. The- mm-hmm. <laughs> Is, yeah. there, is there a rule about how many clutches you can bring to a game? Oh, great question, Bryce. And then you could chain them together Ooh. to make one clutch. Like, could I? Like, I like I could bring a clutch, and Leslie could bring a clutch. Yes, you could bring. Well, for sure, you could do that. Yeah. You could be like, this is my man. At purse. least, mm-hmm. yeah. Or you could bring five clutches. Uh, and Crawford one for could, diapers, Crawford one for bottles. Crawford can have a clutch. Have yeah. A clutch. I want. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to push them that in that direction. Well, we're um, about to do that. We're about to try. Yeah. Let's film that. Yeah, and, it's a dumb, and, it's like, it's a tough rule, but for, for non, like people that aren't bringing babies, it's pretty, it, yeah, it makes sense, you need yeah. It. for but sure. I do think they should always allow for diaper bags, and I thought they did. So. No, mm-hmm. they don't, they yeah. now want clear Not this year, bags, yeah. Which is why I got a and, little And, um, <laughs> and any more, um, I know, because Leslie obviously bought uh, one for the riders, no rider green yet, any progress on that? No, it's a very Do you diff- know anybody in the team? It's a difficult, yeah. <laughs> I, I hmm. do know a couple. Hmm. Uh, it's definitely a hard green to find in our materials. Mm-hmm. The material is kind of important because, like, I created them to go. What about like you're in weather? Yeah, and, yeah. And what, beer white or black? And, um, well, I oh no, I couldn't find the green. Like rider so. green, like rider green is like a specific yeah, but then, green. Then, like, so I do a black and silver. That yeah, black gonna, with silver accent, and everyone mm-hmm. uses that for their yeah. Um, yeah. for their rider game. And it's yeah. like, like I wear that with my gear. A yeah. lot for sure, of, Leslie bought a green. Do you have a green one? Because she for sure bought a green one. She, I, I don't think she did because mm. they don't have a green one. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought um, headphones for our child, like like uh, noise canceling headphones, green ones. Cute. And um, they arrived, and Leslie was like, "These aren't right or green." I was like, "But I bought the one so he doesn't go deaf." Yeah. So. That's how that works. That's yeah. Was more important. Ryder Green is very <laughs> shot. Actually, honestly, in 2019, I was working with the team because they were interested. They didn't have the rule yet, but they were just interested. And they were like, "You have these bags," yeah. and we're interested to hear about it. They reached out to me out of nowhere. I thought, and I had a couple of meetings with them, and I was like, "Your green is hard to find," and they were like, "It really is." It's a pain. Yeah, um, and you know, when you are matching it to a team, it kind of does need to be that very specific because mm-hmm. if it's a weird off green from. So I, and I personally think you're better off with like a black and silver because you can use it all the time yep. and then it does complement your gear, but it doesn't need to be like so specific to the team. So yeah, for sure. And, uh, you can order online. Clutch, <laughs> yeah. Clutchwomen.com. Yeah. And you can use, um, writers fam, all caps for 18% off. Hey, oh, who's Eight. been on here that had a code? Nobody. 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 No code. This no code. is our first code. Nickelback is like 18% American. We're just come in for free anyway. Yeah, so there's exactly. no code. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, let's, let's get I'm to gonna, the wine. I'm going to buy myself 
a clutch oh, okay. for the games. Hmm. And I'm gonna Especially because you got the code. Rider, <laughs> yeah. Rider Fam for 18% off. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to buy one so too. We're <laughs> I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one in stock. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to rate these wines on one to seven. How many days of the week would you drink each of these wines? Um, and we're going to start with our lovely guest, Sarah. So Brock Seller, this was the first wine that we had to drink tonight. This is from Mendocino County. And it's how many would I or how many should I? Would. would you? How many like would you want to choose no... to drink this wine? Not should. You should. How many would you choose to drink? This is your preference. This mm-hmm. is up to you. I'm going to go five. Mm. Five. It's mm. a good score. Yeah. Especially during the summer. Yeah. yeah. This is I'm a great five day a week. Summer. Yeah. I'm on six. I'm going six as well. I fucking love this wine. I love it. Yeah, I'm a six. Six yeah. out of seven. I was just trying to act like not. No, it's okay. <laughs> this is a six out of seven wine. You, you, were gonna you, want, to change, you want to change your answer? You're going to change your I was answer. going to be like, can I just keep drinking it until the end of the year? Like, it's a, fantastic. This is an eight out of seven. Yeah, yeah no, Really, seven. really great wine, yeah. yeah love this wine. Mm-hmm. Um, Mill Historius, Alta Landon, Garnacha, Bryce? Mm, I'm going to go four for this one. Mm-hmm. Sarah? I'm doing. I will. I really like it. It's a good drinking wine, but also a good dinner wine. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go four as well. Okay, I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three. I'm glad you said that because this Brock Sellers wine, you could just drink on its own. Yeah, yeah you could just drink it by itself. Right. Um, the Miller Story yes, is good on its own, but it's better with food for sure. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I could have a glass and then, but I need something to eat I drink, with. I it literally just took the rest of it. There was like John drank the whole fucking thing. She's not even here. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> we were so close. Oh, we were so we close. almost made it. <laughs> Sitting in the Looks car. Looks like that podcast is going to be 45 minutes. <laughs> God damn it. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for coming on. We really Thanks for having it. me. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you want to come back, you're welcome to <laughs> just come and drink with us. She's like, it's no. very chaotic She's like, yeah, I'm never coming back. No. Not I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I will be here. Oh, you'll, perfect. You'll That's regret it. Perfect. No, we will not Every regret Monday. it. Regina's the best place. If you have a famous person in Regina, there's nothing to do. So they got to come on our <laughs> we podcast. We can just trap them. <laughs> we can trap them. Oh, there's a worldwide pandemic. You can't leave. You're do the podcast. You're stuck forever. Uh, okay, so thank you to our sponsors, Funtime Heat Sauce and Water Extraction. Thank you very much, Sarah, for coming. We will see you guys next week. I'm kind of a big deal. That was the Miro Wine Podcast with Josh, Bryce, and Leah. Want to learn more about natural wine? Find us on the internet at MiroWine.ca or on any social media platform. Thanks for listening.